What's up? I'm Keller. Hey y'all, it's Virginia. And I'm JC. And welcome to the episode of All, All History at All Saints. Saints. Today we will be diving into a segment of Keeping Up with the Equitains. On the Equitain Manor in 1122, Eleanor was born to William X, the Duke of the Equitain, and Honor the Chatelorel. She was the firstborn of the household, and along with that, she was the first woman to be the queen of two countries at one time. She ruled alongside many rulers and contributed to some of the most important events in history. She led the crusade to the Holy Land and was credited with establishing multiple courtly rituals of chivalry. After her death, she was and still is looked at as one of the most influential women in history. In early Equitaine or modern day Southern France, there was a large castle on the estate for the Duke and Duchess of Equitaine and their family. In the manor, the head family had peasants working for them such as farmers, carpenters, blacksmiths, and cooks, making their own necessities. In 1122, the family had their firstborn, who they named Eleanor. She was the daughter of the Duke of Equitaine, William X, who educated her in literature, philosophy, languages, and trained her for court when she became the heir at five. She lived her young life in a castle with her younger siblings. At the age of 15, she married her first husband, Louis VII of France, becoming queen. And, did you know, being shocked by the cold weather of northern France, she is said to have introduced the use of built-in fireplaces after renovating her palace with Louis. Although Louis and Eleanor never got along, they were never granted a divorce unless they had a good reason to. After going on the crusade, called by Pope Urban II, Louis and Eleanor were becoming estranged. They had two children, both whom were girls, causing their annulment under the grounds of consanguinity. She then later married Henry II, whom Eleanor lived with happily as king and queen of England, making her the ruler of two countries. When she became queen of England, she started to support the arts alongside her husband. She, they later had eight children, some including the most important rulers of England. Replace. Oh, shoot. He took over during a different crusade for Richard. Because he was such an awful ruler, he was forced to sign the Magna Carta. In 1173, her son, young Henry, fled to France to ply against his father. Eleanor was accused of supporting this plan and was arrested and charged with treason. Young Henry fell ill due to disease and on his deathbed begged for his mother to be released from prison. Henry II died in July of 1189 and her son Richard succeeded the throne with his first act being to free his mother from imprisonment. When Richard took over the Third Crusade to his fa for his father, Eleanor ruled as regent in his name. Concluding the crusade, Richard returned to England and ruled up until his death in 1199. Eleanor lived long enough to see her youngest son, King John the Worst, succeed the throne. She was employed by John to, as, to France as an envoy, later supporting his rule against the rebellion of her grandson Arthur. She eventually retired as a nun to the Abbey of Fontevraud, 
upon which she was buried in 1204. From a young age, Eleanor was destined to be the great ruler she grew up to be. She had everything you could ask for. The wit to strategically marry off her kids and put them to the best position to succeed. The bravery to go up against the typical view of a woman ruler in the medieval days and courage to speak out against her oppression while she was in captivity. Eleanor is the true definition of a role model which everyone can take a thing or two from today.